Welcome to day four of our biblical marketing series. We are almost through, you guys, halfway done. We've got three more amazing episodes in this series to come. And today we are talking about the topic of testimony. This is storytelling, my favorite topic of all, I think, in these six different components of biblical marketing. I'm really, really passionate about storytelling as a marketing strategy in your business. Now, if you are new to storytelling, you don't really know what on earth I'm talking about, or if you've heard me talk about it before, you're still a little bit like, what? What do you mean using stories in your business? I've got, you're going to have some some great information in this episode. Storytelling is basically just telling a story in your content or on your website, wherever it is. Super simple. Don't overthink it. But it's so powerful. And I'm going to talk a little bit about why. And specifically, we're going to look at parables because that's what Jesus used. So we are going to um, dig into this. It's going to be great. So go grab your biblical market marketing blueprint. If you are following along, the link to grab that for free is in the show notes. You'll go to sarahbeisel.com slash blueprint. You'll download it for free. Use this to walk through these episodes. There's lots of um, activities and additional podcast episodes to go listen to. Um, and we're going to talk all about stories. So let's get into the episode. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. Now, if you get through this episode, you hear what we're talking about stories and you were like, Sarah, I love this, but I don't know how to tell the stories. First of all, you are going to be way better at this than you think. It's actually not super hard to use stories in your business. So don't let yourself talk you out of doing this. I promise. Don't overthink it. Just share some stories. It's not as complicated as you think. But if you would like some support, if you are feeling like you could use a helping hand, you need some ideas, someone to show you a step-by-step framework for how to write the stories, how to um, like edit them, I can give you some feedback, then I would love for you to come into my program, Affirm Foundation. Storytelling is one of the modules that we cover in there, and we go into a lot of depth. I have training videos that teach you exactly how to structure your story. I've got tons and tons of different types of stories, story ideas, and I talk through how they work, what the different purposes of them are. I even teach you how to brainstorm and gather ideas for writing your stories. I have lots of information in there. Plus, of course, you get access to me to coach you through this. We can get on calls together. We've got a Facebook group, all the things. So if you want some support writing your stories, then come into Affirm Foundation. It's one of just, um, it's only one of six. So we've got tons and tons of different things that we'll work on in there. So storytelling is just one of those components. There's so much more that you'll get in that program. You can go to sarahbeisel.com slash firmfoundation to get all the information about the program, whether it's right for you, and there'll be links to sign up there. So go check that out if you are interested in 
working with me and coaching with me through this biblical marketing series. Okay, on to the topic of storytelling. So as we said in the beginning, Jesus taught in parables all the time. That was one of his like primary methods of teaching. Um, we see so many parables in there and we love reading them because, you know, they're really easy. They're kind of fun to read. And the reason why, right, is that stories make it easier to consume information. He taught in parables because it was so much easier to understand the concepts that he was trying to teach. Um, his disciples asked him why he teaches in parables and he gives an answer in Matthew 13, 11, where he says, it's, this is because you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. So he's saying like, it's pretty complicated. There's a lot of information um, and ideas about heaven that we just don't understand. And the easiest way to teach that information was to teach it through storytelling. And only the people that were meant to hear and understand would hear and understand. So stories and the parables are like one of the, the, the easiest ways to learn. And it's, it's how we introduce our children to like the concepts of the Bible as well as we read them the parables first because they're the, the most interesting parts really from especially from a child's perspective and they're the easiest things to understand because it takes these very abstract concepts and puts them into a context that makes sense to us and so why would you not do this with your audience right obviously we're not trying to explain well maybe maybe you are trying to explain the concept of heaven to your um, to your audience, right? Maybe you are talking about very difficult and complex topics, but even if you're not, even if you're talking about something that's more straightforward, um, a, a lot of the things that we deal with are very intangible in our business, right? They're not like physical, logical things that we're talking to people about, right? A lot of times we're talking about emotions, we're talking about um, the feelings of, you know, like peace and feeling freedom and balance and purpose and all of these things that are very, very abstract. And one of the reasons that your audience may not be taking you up on your offers is because you're giving them all of these very abstract topics without helping them visualize what that actually looks like in their day-to-day -day life. And that's the beauty of storytelling is it takes these concepts, it takes the idea of peace gives it something in reality that makes sense, right? Like peace is so vague. We all have kind of an idea of what it means to be at peace, but it's like if someone said, oh, I can help you achieve peace, you're like, oh, okay, like, sure, I'm sure you can, but like, I'm not that motivated because I don't really understand what that means for me, right? So I've got two examples here to help you really understand this. If we stick on the topic of peace here, one example um, someone like, let's say you are a coach that helps people meal prep in their kitchen. Um, and you could say to them, learning the meal prep is going to bring you so much peace because it's true. It's a true statement. It absolutely would bring you peace. And people will go, yeah, like, okay, I guess I probably should meal prep, but like, I'm just going to put it off because what I'm doing right now is easier than trying something new even although I'm maybe stressed and super overwhelmed, like, eh, whatever, like, I'm not that inspired, right? Versus saying something like this, no more would your kitchen be filled with the screams and tears of your hungry children as you scramble around trying to raid the fridge and throw some things together on the stove. Woo, well, that's a picture. And you can, if you're a mom and you 
happen to have children that frequently cry because you haven't got dinner on the table in time because they're hungry and they're looking for a snack and they're looking for a meal that you haven't prepared yet and you forgot to go grocery shopping and so now there's like nothing in your fridge and you're just trying to throw a meal together. We've all been there. And there's nothing in the freezer that you can just toss together either. You're just like, oh my goodness, what are we doing for dinner tonight? Well, meal prepping would really help you feel some, bring some peace, right? And you can feel it in that story because it gives you something to contextualize those abstract emotional things into, right? Because the peace suddenly makes sense. We're not just talking about feeling peace in this super vague way. You're talking about not having to have your children cry every single dinner. That's going to bring everyone a lot of peace, right? So that's just one example. Obviously, you can apply this to whatever industry you're in, whatever your business is. Um, but it helps you really see the difference between just stating information, telling people facts, and putting a story, putting some context behind what you're saying to help someone really understand the power of those things. And this is particularly important because it pairs with the idea, we've talked about this on the, po on the podcast before, about how um, people are emotional buyers and they will make purchases based on their emotions and their feelings um, rather than logic and objective truth. Most of the time we buy something because it feels like the right decision or it feels like it's going to make us better, right? We're, we're, we buy things because we want them, not necessarily because we need them. Um, sometimes we buy things because we need them, but if we had a choice, we would we would buy things that make us happy, not boring things that we need, right? Um, we're very emotional buyers, and so when you're trying to help people make that decision, you're playing into those emotions. You're helping people understand that you're going to help them get rid of these negative emotions that they're experiencing and help um, help them discover more of these positive emotions. And so storytelling becomes even more important in that context because you're already talking about all of these abstract emotional concepts. But you have to make sure that you ground it in the context of that person's life so that they really feel it, they really understand it. And then they're motivated and inspired to actually do something about it. Because I, another wonderful thing about human beings is we tend not to make a change until we are at the point where making the change is easier than staying where we are. So even if where we are is kind of sucky, making the change is often more emotionally difficult than just staying in our sucky place. So we don't like to make changes and do new things and change up our routines and rhythms. And we don't like to accept that we don't know things and that things are hard and that things are not working. And to overcome that hurdle is quite a lot. So you really do need to help people go through that emotional journey more than anything else. Like if people want to buy something, they'll find the money for it. If they really need your help, they're going to figure out how to get it. But you have to help them understand that they really need the help in the first place. That's really what your sales is all about. It's not about like the, the money objections or the time objections. It's really the emotional objections and the, that debate that they're having in their head. So that's why storytelling is all the more important because you can come alongside them and help them understand their own story that they're living out right now and how it's got a, a good end in sight and you can help them reach that good end. So that went a little bit off topic, but I thought that, that was important to share um, because it really plays in very nicely to the idea of storytelling. Like storytelling and sales do just beautifully go hand in hand because one really 
highlights the other and vice versa. So if you have not ever tried storytelling, I've got some prompts for you, some ideas in your biblical marketing blueprint. So go grab that freebie if you have not already downloaded it. Um, you're going to get some suggestions. I have, um, let me see how many different prompts I have in here for you. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have 10 story prompts um, that will give you some ideas of stories that you could write for people. So there's that's a lot to get started with, right? That's a good like couple weeks to a month's worth of story ideas, like content posts, depending on how frequently you like to post. Um, there's a lot of different ideas in there that will help get you started and they may inspire other ideas once you see them. Um, well, they'll give you some things to talk about. And all you do is you get a, get out your sheet of paper, get out your Word document or your social media app that you want to write your story in and you just follow the prompt. You answer the question, you think about it, and you share the story that comes along with it. And then at the end, if you're wanting to make these sales stories, and I encourage that you do make them sales stories because you are a business after all. You just at the very end of your story talk about your offer. You talk about like you connect the story to your offer. You make sure that it all flows together. Um, and then you just mention your offer. You mention that you're a coach or that you have a program. You have a product that helps this problem. Whatever it is, you mention it at the bottom and you give people an option to sign up for it. And that's it. That's super easy. I promise it's super straightforward. And if you want a more detailed structure if you really need some extra guidance because that is just like too loose of a structure for you and you're the kind of person that needs a more step-by-step -step approach, come inside my program. Come inside a firm foundation. I've got all the tools that you need to write amazing sales stories for your business that are going to connect with people. They're going to sell your offers. They're going to get people signing up, asking you questions about your offers they worked for me. They've brought clients into my programs. They work for my students. My students are signing up clients into their programs, into their coaching offers with stories. So I promise it works. <laughs> you just need to start and try so that you can practice and improve and get better. But you're never going to get better if you don't write that first story. So that's your challenge for today. Go write a story post on whichever so social media platform you want. If you want some love, tag me in it so that I can go read it and give it a heart, give it a comment, make sure that you get a little bit of love on your post as well. If that's a little scary and you want to make sure that there's someone in your corner cheering you on, I will do that for you. Just tag me. Um, you can, if, I, if you're on Instagram, you can tag me at sarah.bizel. It's just my name with a dot in the middle. Go do that. I would love to read your stories and know that you're doing your, your podcast homework. Ha 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 ha. All right, that's all I got for you today. I will see you back here tomorrow for the fifth, um, our second to last um, episode of the Biblical Marketing Series. It's going to be a lot of fun. I will, I will see you back there. Bye. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business Community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.